0: Hey everybody, it's Kadabra from Smoke to Smoke. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give y'all the 411 on two companies with great Delta 8 and rare cannabinoid products that can be delivered right to your door. You've heard me talk about these guys in previous episodes because I really love what they've got to offer. If you're looking for some high quality rare cannabinoid products, look no further. My boys at 3Chi and Moonwalker have got you covered. If you're looking for a wide range of rare cannabinoid tinctures, gummies, vapes, and even want to have the option to customize your own bundles, check out Moonwalker. Now 3Chi on the other hand is near and dear to my heart because as you guys know I talk a lot about their HHC products, but they've got so much more than that. They've got Delta 8 and Delta 9 edibles, and I'm talking taffy and cereal bars, not just the cookies and gummies. They've also got a nice selection of CBD carts, different blends for different needs like sleep and inflammation. So be sure to check these guys out. I'll link them in the show notes along with my affiliate links. Use this for a little bit off on me. It means a lot. and welcome to Smoke to Smoke, the show that will get you in the know about smoke and drill. I'm your host, Kadabra. With this podcast, I hope to inform you about the fast-growing world of cannabis. I'll be discussing strains, cannabis legislation, groundbreaking studies on the herb, and much more because there's a lot to cover. This podcast is for listeners 18 and up, so if you're a little kid, I'm going to have to ask you to leave for now, but when it's your time, I'll be here and just feel free to hop on back in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get started. Hello again. For this episode of Smoke to Smoke, I wanted to take the time to talk about a rare cannabinoid on the market that I've never tried before until the past week. I have heard a lot of different stories on people's experiences with it, ranging from very positive to very negative. So today, I'm sharing with y'all my personal experiences, as well as tapping more into what exactly THCO is. Before we get started, though, I have a quick disclaimer. While I make immense effort to broadcast accurate information, I am not a doctor. I am simply presenting my views based on what I gather from my own research. Please do not use this podcast as medical advice, and be sure to consult your physician for any medical issues you may be having. Thank you. Now let's light up and dig in. So, to start out, there might be a lot of y'all out there who have never heard of THCO. Abra and I covered it lightly in one of our earlier episodes when we were talking about the different cannabinoids, but now that I've actually had the chance to try it personally, I, I had to look more into this cannabinoid to see what it was about. Although it has only recently gained popularity in the legal hemp market, research was first done on this cannabinoid in the 1940s by the United States Army. This substance was tested on dogs with the purpose of testing its effectiveness as a non-lethal incapacitating agent to use on enemies. These studies were eventually dropped in 1975 which is the long ways to realize that you guys shouldn't be testing on dogs and you shouldn't be trying to I, I don't i'm gonna i'm just gonna move on anyway actually y'all might want me to pause right here instead of moving on and do a little bit more explaining because you're probably just like like wait what the fuck you mean whoa whoa, whoa. what do you mean government testing weed, and dogs, and what's going on, Cadabra? Please explain, and I got you. I'll explain. So, towards the end of World War II, the United States government was very aware that the Soviet Union was spending 10 times more than them on chemical weapons development, which worried the U.S. military extremely. In 1948, the U.S. military opened the Edgewood Arsenal in Aberdeen, Maryland. This place was basically a chemical weapons research facility built to prepare what the government referred to as a psychochemical strike. And it was the place where all of their dangerous chemical warfare experiments occurred on US soldiers until the facility was inevitably closed. Earlier experiments, actually some of the earliest experiments in the facility, implemented the use of EA-1476, or red oil, which was actually just cannabis distillate oil. However, in 1948, the government believed this oil was a potential psychochemical weapon. Now, it's going to start getting even more messed up than it already was, because unlike what you might want to believe, the early cannabis testing was by no means enjoyable. These early experiments were led by Dr. Edward Domino, who decided to do his research on canines. After repeatedly giving these dogs cannabis oil, he found that they became paranoid and would mildly hallucinate, which is absolutely awful. Eventually, these dogs would go from a panicky mess to just becoming a step above calm way more so they were awake but completely immobile however when dr domino took his um, findings to his superiors they didn't really know what to do with the information and they didn't understand how doping up dogs with high levels of thc would in any way be useful on the battlefield Rightfully so, because I what the fuck? They were looking for something stronger, and that's where they lost me. Cannabis research at the facility eventually moved on to Dr. James Ketchum in 1962. When Dr. Ketchum took reins over developing a chemical weapon with the plant, he moved to alter the naturally occurring THC compound and synthesize something way more potent than anybody could have ever perceived, the military was looking to use cannabis to create a substance that would temporarily cause ataxia, or the lack of voluntary coordination of muscle movements. So, Dr. Ketchum and his team got to work and took the THC molecule, and then they added some sulfuric acid and a- acidic and hydride, creating what they dubbed EA2233 which is what we now know as THCO which is actually made slightly different today. THCO or THCO acetate is a powerful synthetic analog of THC. It is an acidic cannabinoid created after a series of conversions under strictly strictly controlled laboratory conditions um they're not made using um pure thc nowadays and now it's used basically with well it's created basically with cbd that is converted to delta 8 and then the cannabinoid is further processed by adding a chemical compound known as acidic anhydride there's some more processing done to that done to it from that point and then we get what we know as thco essentially the chemical processing manipulates the chemical structure of the thc by adding an acetate molecule to the base of the thc molecule so i just threw a lot at y'all just to be clear this cannabinoid does not occur naturally in nature and is not safe to be made at home so don't try it homie Don't do it, and don't say my name's attached to it either, because I'm telling y'all right now, don't do it, man. When smoking or vaping natural THC or Delta 8, the onset of effects is usually noticed within a few minutes. But with THCO, it takes around 30 minutes or so to notice effects when you're vaping it. And they start hitting very hard and very fast as soon as they kick in. Since it's derived from hemp, you're probably expecting THCO to have similar effects to delta-10 or delta-8, but hell nah, man. In regards to potency, it can be up to 3 times stronger than naturally-derived THC and about 5 times as strong as delta-8 THC. Y'all know what that means, right? That means, no matter how long you've been smoking, start out with a very, very low dose of this cannabinoid and wait about an hour at least between doses to see how it will affect you. Users commonly report having a very strong physical and mental body buzz as well as being extremely relaxed. as a huge downside of THCO to me, I think that because of the way it's synthesized, all of the other cannabinoids and terpenes naturally derived from the cannabis plant are getting completely stripped away. So honestly, to me, that seems like it's also stripping away a lot of the medicinal benefits you can derive naturally from CBD and THC, but I'm not standing 100% Behind that statement, I'm not exactly sure on that because I'm not a doctor and there has not been a lot of research done on this from a therapeutic and medicinal standpoint. As a final note, though, I want to explain the difference between THCO and SPICE or K2 because I know that the way I describe the THCO uh, may make a lot of y'all out there think of SPICE and the scare that occurred around the dangerous drug k2 aka spice was a synthetic thc it was not derived from hemp or marijuana nor converted from them k2 was a mixture of random plant material sprayed with a synthetic psychoactive batch of chemicals with spice the dosage was highly unpredictable two packets of the same brand may have radically different ingredients or ingredients in different proportions. This means that you might feel pleasantly high with one dose and violently ill with the next. Regardless, spice is extremely dangerous, has a high potential of being fatal, and is not for human consumption. THCO, on the other hand, is not a synthetic combination of chemicals trying to mimic THC. It is a man-made cannabinoid derived from hemp through a process of lab-hosted chemical conversions. There are researchers that believe that by adding the acetate group to the THC compound, there is a risk that damage can be caused to the lungs if inhaled. But this has not been confirmed nor disproven in testing. Basically, some researchers are suggesting that if you're going to consume THCO, stick with the gummy or tincture form to prevent exposure to the lungs. Just to keep that, um, I just want to throw that out there, you know, keep that on the table just so you guys know that if you're going into this, maybe try the gummies or the tinctures or whatever other product they got out there that doesn't involve vaping or smoking it. But, um, I got it in the cartridge because I was looking for a Delta 8 cartridge, and in very tiny, tiny writing, it says THCO, and I was like, damn! So, um, I tried it out, and for the next segment, I'm just gonna tell you guys about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa before we finish off today's episode, it's important to go over some harm reduction suggestions to minimize the potential for harm when using THCO. Number one, ask the vendor for lab analysis or check to see if it comes on the packaging. THCO is made using highly toxic chemicals, so if it's not processed correctly and if that shit gets into your body, there is a risk of you getting extremely sick number two never buy THCO on the illicit market again it's made us- using highly toxic chemicals and it is way safer and more enjoyable for you to consume legal lab made products that way you don't run the risk of the presence of contaminants or harmful byproducts in your THCO number three always Have someone nearby that is responsible and trustworthy when you're experimenting with THCO products for the first time. That way, you got somebody that can keep you level-headed and get you at least somewhat functional throughout this experience. Number four, this one's very important. Never mix THCO with other drugs or alcohol. It is not enjoyable to say the least. You will feel very sick. You will... With the already highly potent effects of THCO, you don't need anything else. Don't do it. Number five. When consuming THCO in the vape or combustible form, use a small dosage and allow onset to occur. Please wait at least 30 minutes to an hour before increasing the dosage. Um... That's because it's going to take longer than um, you would typically notice with a Delta 8 or with a regular THC cartridge. Number 6. When consuming THCO in the edible form or in the tincture form, the onset is actually way longer than the onset of a standard THC edible and may take several hours for anything to occur. So, do not continue to intake until you notice the effects. If you do, you will get extremely, overwhelmingly high. So, um, if you guys haven't already been made aware of this, this is the type of cannabinoid you need to be very sensitive with. Take small amounts. Don't mix anything with. This is just a pure experience to um, experiment with. Number seven. Do not experiment with THCO while in an active social setting. This cannabinoid is best used in the comfort and safety of one's own home with somebody nearby. Number eight, do not drive or operate heavy machinery after consuming THCO. Number nine, do not consume THCO or any hemp-derived products if you have an occupation that drug tests. Um, very often because you will have the chance of failing a drug test with these products. Now, like I said earlier, I just recently tried THCO myself in the form of the live resin cartridge. I was expecting the liquid to be a deep brown color because that's how THC-O looks after the cannabinoid is derived, but To my surprise, this had a beautiful golden color to it. The cart that I had specifically is by Delta Extracts, and it's a blend of Delta 8, Delta 10, and THCO. It had a very good taste. It was uh, extremely smooth hitting, but uh, nothing against the company. I just don't think THCO is for me. There has not been a great deal of research into the therapeutic benefits of THCO. Therefore, no well-documented benefits other than anecdotal information from other THCO users. The effects of this cannabinoid vary from person to person drastically. Many refer to THCO as a spiritual, <laughs> spiritual, spiritual cannabinoid. Because it's high, um, it's very euphoric, extremely so, allegedly bordering on hallucinogenic for some users. But um, for me, it was not hallucinogenic at all. Um, again, that's just my personal experience, but I noticed I did not need m- much of this. After a few puffs, it took maybe about 20 minutes or so to kick in. Um, I've felt at first a little bit of a euphoric lift um that was nice uh, but then it quickly turned into a full body fatigue I was like kind of in this state where I didn't really um I I don't want to say I didn't care about anything but like nothing was about to fucking upset me at all I was just like (laughs) okay oh okay and it made me hyper focus on tasks But it also made it impossible to focus on anything else besides whatever attracted my attention the most at the time. Now, that doesn't mean that my attention was like, ooh, look, something shiny. Ooh, something over there. Ooh, that money. Ooh. No, it wasn't like bouncing back and forth. It just meant whatever task that I was focused on right then, until I was done with that task, I could not draw myself away from it. Which has both, um pros and cons to it depending on what you're doing in the setting that you're in. Um but honestly I didn't really feel that productive outside of the I didn't really feel productive outside of the high. Mostly spacey and physically drained later into the high's duration. I'm gonna be honest, um that shit kinda made me stupid. <laughs> I was mega blasted. Definitely super duper stoned and I'm talking about probably one of the least functional highs I've ever experienced. It was too much, and I didn't feel like I got much out of this cartridge medicinally when it came to having a session with it during the day. As much as I enjoyed the effects of a potent indica, this felt like a super heavy indica on steroids. Uh Uh-uh. Furthermore, Although I don't plan on trying this cannabinoid again in the future, I have found a pretty good use for it in my routine with the cart that I have right now. After a few puffs, I notice I have no problem slowly melting into my pillow and sleeping solid as a motherfucking rock, man. It doesn't matter if I've been having problems with sleeping that entire night either. Uh, which it uh, didn't occur to me until two o'clock in the morning last night. Like hmm, maybe I should try taking a few puffs, but yeah, it just it eased me to sleep. It got the job done, but still though it's not for me long term. Uh, but if it's legal in your state and it is a product that you're interested in trying, please, please, please buy from a transparent, completely just a, a completely transparent legal company. That provides the certificate of analysis from a third party lab for their products. That way you know that you're not getting a biased lab result for what's in your product and that everything you're consuming is safe. a question you want to ask or do you want to submit an idea for a future show, email me at smoke2smoke420 at gmail.com or send me a voice message on Anchor FM. Please be sure to give the show a review and share the show at your next smoke sesh. The podcast email will be included in the show notes. Also, did you know that Smoke to Smoke has a cannabis page now? The podcast was And still currently is experiencing a shadow ban on Instagram. So while I will still try to post on there, it will only be about once or twice a week at most now. But I will be popping my head in on anytime I see a cool live stream going on. So you might still see me from time to time. And I will definitely try to say hi. For the future, check out Smoke to Smoke underscore podcast on Cannabuzz or frequent, uncensored dationary posts, hemp-derived product reviews, episode snippets to give you a peek into each week's episode, and Anatomy of a Strain infographics. Thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Smoke to Smoke. I hope y'all enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, If you did, please be sure to review the show wherever you stream. I'm also interested in hearing more about the experiences some of you guys out there have had with THCO. So be sure to answer this week's question if you're a Spotify listener. And tell me more about your THCO session and how that went. Okay, so frequent listeners out there, you most definitely noticed the change in intro music. Well... When I went to edit the audio for this episode, the transition music that I usually use was gone. This is going to take some getting used to, and I might do some exploring and experimenting around with the intro theme if this one doesn't float right. So just give me some feedback and let me know what you guys think. That's all I've got for this week. To my listeners near and far, no matter where you are, remember to smoke responsibly. And I'll see you next Wednesday we